Hey friends, this is Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous, where we analyze pop culture through the lens of race or gender, and sometimes both. I'm your host, Julia Washington, and on today's show, this is a bonus episode for our Patreon pals. And so if you are not a pal on Patreon, you're only going to get a snippet. But today, I am joined by a regular contributor, a collaborator, a friend, a pal, a homie, Natalie Katona, who is the host of To All the Men I've Tolerated Before. Natalie, I'm so uh, glad you're here. Our topic at hand, which I did not share in the intro, is the um, Oscar nominations because they were released on Monday. Yeah, Monday, January 22nd. Mm. Sure. Announced. They were announced on Monday, January 22nd. And you and I were in a windstorm of chats and, 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 and chats and social media posts being shared left and right about people's thoughts about Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling and Barbie being snubbed and other things being snubbed. So we're here today to talk about things. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Well, first off, I'd like to thank you for revalidating my invitation to the barbecue by calling me a homie in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I literally was thinking this morning because there's this um, Instagram person that I find very attractive who actually isn't that far from me. And it's like, oh, the statistical probability of running into him is actually pretty high. And then I had a moment where it was just like, I had this like flash in my head, like a daydream where it's like, we're fighting because I won't take him to the barbecue. And he's like, I'm your husband. And I was like, but you'll kill the vibe. <laughs> you'll kill the vibe. <laughs> you'll kill the vibe. And that's on you. <laughs> that's yes. on you and the weird shit that you'll put in jello and potato salad yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. on you yeah anyway we are gathered here today like i said to talk about the oscar uh nominations so just to refresher for everybody the best picture nominees are american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie the holdovers killers of a flower moon maestro oppenheimer past lives poor things the zone of interest who is not nominated for a uh, director is Greta Gerwig, but, and Margot Robbie did not get a nomination for Barbie. And so it really created this windstorm and spiral on the internet about like, how can you have the highest grossing movie of the entire world be nominated for best picture and not nominate the director and things like, you know, Mar Ryan Gosling being nominated for an Academy Award is the whole thesis of Barbie and like shit like that. So here's the thing. Best picture was expanded to 10 films. We've talked about this on the show before, but every other category is still five. It is historical that the Academy has only ever put in five in a category. People were pissed that the Dark Knight didn't get nominated um, way back when ever that movie came out, RIP Heath Ledger. Mm -hmm. And so the Academy reevaluated and extended it to 10, but like very rarely have 10 films ever made the cut all the, you know, to be nominated. So there were years where we had eight movies nominated. There were years we had seven, there were years we had nine. So the last two years we've had 10. I, I, I guess what I want to dissect is the discourse like 
you and I had an interesting conversation earlier in the week about what your perception of the Academy is, because let's be real. The Academy, of course, they nominated America Ferreira. She had a very meaty, very solemn, very powerful speech. Of course, they missed the point of Barbie and Margot Robbie's nuanced performance and the layers that she carried throughout that film, right? Like the Academy likes shit like what America Ferreira did, which leads us into the conversation you and I had, which was they hate fantasy, they hate sci-fi. It's a very pretentious awards and not everybody makes the cut. Right. I believe my exact words were, I'm not watching. Enjoy your low ratings. I know where I'm not wanted. (laughs) Right, right. My sister took me to task earlier yesterday because she's never cared about the Academy Awards. She's always known not to care about the Academy Awards. It's been stupid that I've ever watched them live on TV. so much. And she's like, because you can now just tell when someone is making a movie to get their Oscar. Mm. And I think that if that is the direction that any production has gone, where people who don't even watch your production know exactly the, the way that you get it, then you're not surprising anyone and you're not actually awarding anyone and you should just give it up. It's not a standardized test. Mm-hmm. Like if you would like to hand out rubrics, for what deserves an Oscar and what does not, we can talk. But it's not, there's no child left behind (laughs) when it comes to movies. And I think besides Barbie, there have been so many other movies like Saltburn, Mm -hmm. Barbarian. uh, I'm just going to say, I love all of the mega movies that you watch them. And you're so swept up, really great to be there. You're doing all of the shit that Nicole Kidman tells us as we sit down in an AMC theater mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be doing during a movie. You are escaping. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the list of best picture nominees, you listed, I saw Barbie. I am only interested in seeing, uh, for sure, American fiction. That's so good. Uh, I may see Anatomy of a Fall. I might get bored. (laughs) And I'm not seeing the sport movie or the bomb movie or the Leonardo DiCaprio um, colonizing movie. Pillars of the Flower Moon, which honestly, everyone (laughs) I talk to is like the book is a thousand percent better. If you want to watch the movie, read the book. So a lot of things I've heard online, too, were, you know, because the Academy only can nominate five for director. But the thing is, is there was this conversation too, that I sort of observed online where some people were like, well, what do you like, what are you going to do? Leave out, um, what's her name? Some Janet Trier. Cause she did anatomy of a fall. And it's like, no, leave out Martin Scorsese. Right. 150 like, year old Martin Scorsese. Because who has- won everything already like he's had his that not only that like it like i i just feel like 
Greta, the artistry of Barbie, whether or not people enjoyed the movie, whether or not they felt like it was a great movie, the fact of the matter is, is she took seriously the role of telling this story of something that isn't generally taken seriously, made it layered, made it, made it nuanced, made it passionate ignited an entire movement how many times have we heard she saved the summer barbie beyonce and taylor saved the summer and then and then she also didn't use any vfx no and i'm like i don't really care about like no don't leave out janet trio include her still like it, it just feels like the conversation around the nomination snub specifically towards women is still missing the mark when it comes to equity and understanding the industry. Not that I fully understand the industry. I don't fucking work in the industry, but I've been a dedicated participant and giver of money for, you know, lots of decades. Well, and I think that's just it too, is the myth that as women or the myth that people of color experience or the myth that queer people have internalized is there are five nominees. I know only one of them can be a woman. Right. Uh, you count, you cut the uh, chance in half that that woman would be queer. You cut in half one more time if that woman's going to be a woman of color. Natalie, I appreciate your time today. <laughs> I know you're always down for a fucking rant. <laughs> Can you tell our friends at home? I mean, if they don't know how to find you and support you at this point, they clearly have they're new to the show, which is fine. Welcome if you're new. But Natalie's been here. She's a co-collaborator. She's a frequenter of the 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 pod. And so tell everybody where they can find you and support you. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem for white men. It's me. You can find me at to all the men I've tolerated before uh, on any and every podcast platform where Ben I've tolerated pod on Instagram. If you're already in Patreon because you haven't figured out how to move the RSS link to uh, your podcast platform, we're on Patreon. There is free stuff that you should follow along with and for a measly $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes, but you're also going to get access to our first ever misogyny meltdown um, episode where we did the misogynist of the year award. But that free stuff is going to be good and witchy and all about self-love in February. And there will be comedy about people's mediocre boyfriends, if that's also your persuasion. <laughs> love it we'll link everything in the show notes too i'm a member of natalie's patreon um and uh, it hasn't disappointed yet friends you know where to find us we are also on patreon julia uh, patreon.com slash julia washington find me on instagram at the julia washington um, that's probably the best way you can keep up with both Natalie and I just generally if you want to have a parasocial relationship with us but also if you're listening to the show and you're not some version of an ally for black lives or the LGBTQ community it might not be the best space for you to be in Honestly, <laughs> just throwing it out there <laughs> if somehow against all odds the algorithm brought me to brought you to me and you're like you know who I hate women yeah but especially gay people <laughs> then the I, for you. it's not the space for you in fact it's a very unsafe space for you and i will make sure that it's unsafe <laughs> for you 
you should run. Yeah. Friends, thanks for tuning in. As always, this has been your Patreon bonus episode for the month of January. I love all our Patreon pals. You guys make the world go round. You keep the lights on. You keep me on my toes and keep me creative. And I love that. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Until next time. Bye.